Oh dear, this is... Wow, this is strange. I can't hear Mark stepping at all. Skype's got an interesting new thing that it does. Okay. Um, whenever a call connects now, um, whenever mm. you just pick up, uh, I get a burst of um, static in my left ear. That's like a really horrible, uh, very short burst of white noise. Oh, that's just me talking. <laughs> that's just me talking to you. Uh, I tried to get off the Wi-Fi um, because Skype doesn't work very well over Wi-Fi. And then I realized, well, I had a deployment going. And more importantly, um, the uh, LAN connection isn't working. So, uh, yeah, so there we go. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, dear. I got to uh, 30 what? You, you said to me, Joe, we got to 30. And I don't know. What, I still don't know what we're what. What's happened, Mark? I think you can work it out by context clues, can't you? You're an intelligent man. Um, uh, We've done 30 episodes, yeah. Yes. Have we really? Yes. Have we? Yeah. This is number 30. Wow. Um, It it did take me a while to get there. (laughs) But it's all right. Um, (laughs) Runapod's nearly won as well, so that's exciting. Mm, Oh, wow. That is exciting. Crikey. Yeah, yeah, fewer episodes than Thread, but... Yeah, yeah. That's Um, because our our weekly release schedule for Runapod is much like a Douglas Adams trilogy. (laughs) Yes. Um, But the theme tune changes every week, so... (laughs) I, uh, I listened to the theme tune. Hmm. And uh, uh, I like this. Is it, is it Nick who does that? It certainly is. Oh, it's cool. I liked it. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, do you know? Do, do you know the story about the? Uh, do you know the story about when, when we got a theme tune? No, man. Uh, oh, well, I know we've talked about it. Um, I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but we've talked about the myth that there was music when there wasn't, and then suddenly there was music, yeah. and then people were like, "I like the fact that the music changes every week." Yeah, yeah, that's 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 one of our jokes. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> without going too far into the weeds on that, we made that joke to the person who originated the joke the other day, and he didn't get it. So that was anyway. Um, <laughs> oh dear! No, so yes, I saw that um, on Twitter actually. So yeah, that that fell on deaf ears. Yeah, 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 oh, well. yeah, yeah. We said his time changed every week, and he's like, "No, it didn't." Oh, right. Um, no, the thing I was going to say was um, so normally what happens in the in the workflow for for Runapod is that we 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 record and we go oh it's really really good oh, it doesn't really need any edits let's get it out straight away and then we kind of sit on it for a bit and twiddle our thumbs and then uh, Nick will get some stars will align in his life I'm not I'm not exactly sure what has to has to happen for the edit to happen, but suddenly he'll go, I'm doing the edit. Ah. And then really, really, really quickly, I will, um, I'll get a message saying it's bouncing down and I will go into, into drive and I will, I will get it. And then uh, I will do, I will do my own playback because he's done his playback. And I will make sure that I haven't missed anything that we've promised in terms of show notes, which nobody reads. <laughs> And I will, I will break it up into chapters, particularly if it's a longer one, because, um, we, we have historically gone on for a very, 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 very long time in some of the episodes. We're, we're a bit tighter at the minute. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, uh, I, I like to give, <laughs> I like to give listeners the chance to skip over things if they're just so tangential. Cause we cover quite a bit of various topics. Some, some weeks will go really techie. Some weeks will go really running. Some, some weeks we'll do something else. So yeah, I do all that. And then, um, I get all the links together for the show notes and I kind of do a bit of summarizing, um, around what, what we're talking about. And then I put it out and, um, the one week when we had a theme tune, I didn't do. <laughs> Oops! I just uh, I I just got all cocksure, and I was fairly sure that I'd nailed my notes whilst I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Oh yeah, that's 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 bouncing down." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's online." And then I went to bed, mm-hmm. and Nick was like, "He doesn't know there's a song." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> So this major format change happened that I didn't know anything about. <laughs> oh no! Which is ace. Because <laughs> really then about twelve hours later, I was listening to it on the train. <laughs> so we got we got a theme song. <sighs> oh, very cool. I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. That that wasn't a very interesting story. Sorry, everybody. No, stop it now. Um. So. Uh, should we should we should we jump into follow up? Oh, you've got follow up. Well, uh, as in uh, homework follow up. Oh, okay. You, you, you're gonna you're gonna bring out the dead early today. Well, with I mean, okay. So I've got a, I've got a little rundown here just because I think as much as this is just two people on some bullshit, uh, it would be nice <laughs> if we I don't know made the effort. Um, so okay, uh, okay, I haven't done my homework. You know, I've not done my homework. <laughs> this is making me feel very bad. Well, I mean, you know, there's been plenty of times where I've not done my homework, uh, and you've known that, and we've discussed it. So it's not like you know, it's what, what's in the show is in the show, and also if it's homework, we've got to. It's about hel- holding ourselves accountable, John. And, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I'm not going to okay. um, attack you for not having done your homework, <laughs> but I am going to bring it up. And because we set it, thank you. And 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 uh, yeah, uh, but you've been you've been you've been a busy boy. Um, well, no, no, that's no. You're right. That's not that's not really an excuse. I could have um, I, I could have been been a better human. Well, my my thing is so to to sort of go back. What what the homework was is, is basically to have some kind of decision on what we're going to do for kickstarting or otherwise funding tickets for the Birmingham podcast festival. Now I mm-hmm. want to start announcing that in May because I want to get people on board um, and okay. coming and lock everything in. And that means we have to make a decision on what we're doing. Um, okay. And I don't want to be like, well, you haven't done it. I'll just, I'll just and like and, and give you absolutely no agency. Um, but I think we should just figure out what we're going to do uh, if we want to mm-hmm. start, because we want to do this in early July. So I think we want to start the hype train rolling. Um, yeah. So, you know, what, what do we, what so, do we want to do so, in terms of getting it out? Uh, um, so, well, if we do do a Kickstarter, you're going to want 30 days for that anyway. So yeah. um, start, starting at mid-May and going to mid-June, it's perfect because that then means you know, you know what the what the budget is. I mean, I, we haven't even really, in terms of the the Kickstarter, and probably the reason why I haven't sat down to do it because there's there's quite a bit of quite a bit of brain work to doing this. Is that I need to I need to convince you it's a good idea. Mm. 
first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, although I, I haven't really made the time to sit down and do it, when it's drifted through my head, God, do you hang much on? One of the things that's probably been preventing me from going, actually, this is a good time to do it, is thinking to myself, yeah, okay, I, yeah. I, I need to write some sort of positioning paper for Mark to tell him um, what what I think this could offer and why I think it's a good idea. So what I could do to salvage some of my dignity is um, I could do some of that now on tape and that actually saves me writing it down. Yeah, um, I'm in favour. And, the, and then the detail bit um, is, is actually um, easier because it's, it's just mechanical. Mm-hmm. It's just like... Set yeah, some prices. Steps, iterate on this. Set some prices yeah. and 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 put, and put some put some rewards against them and um and then kick those about Virgy Doc to make sure that, that, that they're that they're correct. So <clears throat> the case isn't proven to do a Kickstarter. Do you want me to do this bit now, or did you yeah, have something yeah. to feedback first? So the case isn't proven, but the reason why I suggested it would be that um it essentially allows you to soft launch and test the idea with the minimum viable product being it's written down on a piece of paper that you're going to do it <laughs> mm. rather than booking the venue and arranging the acts and booking the kit and then 10 people wanting to come and you're needing 30 or you're needing 40 or you're needing 50. And it also allows, um, it allows scaling really quite effective. Now you probably know those, all those things anyway, mm-hmm. but they're worth mentioning in this, in this context. So to kind of cycle it back to when we did it for, the 101 Things book, we'd already done a chunk of the work, but we had a chunk of work left to do. And um, by doing a Kickstarter, we got to find out if it was actually worth doing the work first and foremost. So is it worth us pushing ourselves to go from 50 to 101? Would enough of you be interested in buying this thing? Um, Let's set a number, uh, which we know we can produce some books, and let's see if people want those things. And then they sold out. Great. Stretch goals then allowed us to do other things to make it better. So um, once we'd hit the nominal target that would trigger us to go into production on writing 50 more entries, um, we were able to say, okay, you've already bought the book. Do you want the book to look really, really, really good? We're going to hire a kick-ass artist to do a cover. Um, If we can raise this much money, so please tell your friends and it will make the book better for everybody. Um, and very, we did various other stretch goals like that along the way uh, that ended up with us actually having like a launch party and stuff like that. So what it would do for the podcast festival is it would get a sense of if this is something that um, scales to 10, 30, 50, or 100, or 500, or 1,000 people um, by setting some dates and saying, would you come to this on these on, on these days? And, and it will cost 10 bucks. Um, and there's, there's your ticket. So we would be able to judge that scale and then choose a room accordingly. I think that's the key thing, really. The secondary things would be if it turned out that we could sell 500 seats at 30 bucks a head, suddenly we can actually afford to pay talent. Um, and that changes the dynamic of the way that people would do things. And it also means we could potentially get... Um, a compare or a kind of a more of a rock star type podcaster than us to come along and do it. Um, it would also allow us to think about producing merch and stuff like that with a sense of scale of how many people are coming in, therefore how many people might buy a t-shirt and um, 
picking the quality of those those things as well. So it's all those kind of things of how fast you can build it and what you can add on, what you can bolt on to make it a better production uh, without any of us putting our hands in our pockets up front. And that's why I think a Kickstarter could, could be useful. I'm aware that you've got some concerns that kind of go the other way because I've just presented all the positive things of a Kickstarter. The negative things are also there. Do you want to speak to those or do I speak to those? Um, I think part of what I'm concerned about more than anything else is that we picked a date. Um, Mm -hmm. And me, you know, you can lay this at my feet. That's absolutely fine. Me being me, um, I I went and moved on that date and um, I spoke to people and got lots of people enthused about doing it. And if we are doing a Kickstarter... Um, we don't have enough time. I just think flat out we don't have enough time to get a good one working. And I think a Kickstarter has got to be... Okay, might might need some real talk here. Um, right. <clears throat> something like the Birmingham 101 book, to a degree, and, yeah. and probably not entirely, to a degree, um, that is talking to a particular circle of people who will support that kind of thing. And the okay. sort of slightly meme slightly jokey, doesn't make a lot of sense Kickstarter video that was on there, which is nice and quirky and funny, I think appeals to the um, set that gets that kind of thing. And like, is conversant with Kickstarter and and you know and and we'll be talking to a to a crowd that's conversant with kickstarter anyway but um mm-hmm. what's really vital is that we don't just talk to the few people that we know and who get the joke already um and so that means producing a good video that um actually explains what we want to do and you know maybe the 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 people who are so far involved, but that's a little bit up in the air because there are still slots that we want to fill and there are people I'm still mm-hmm. chasing down to try and fill those slots. Um, and I would worry that we would end up rushing it and we would have a substandard Kickstarter as uh, a result of that. And I would rather us go a bit... It's not more grassroots, but go more like almost more traditional and say this is the plan tickets are going to be this much get them here mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because i mean i i want to get i want to get 50 people and i'm confident that if all the podcasters who are coming turn up and bring mm-hmm. one or two people we were already in a in a good position um okay. you know, we we will hopefully get <clears throat> 30 uh, I'd like us to get fifty, but maybe we'll get thirty, and and that's like a realistic target for a for a, a first iteration. This is almost a, a beta test, um, and then next year we we will have a bit of a better idea of how things went and what we can yeah. learn and how we can improve, and we can make it better next year. Um, okay. This year, I kind of would like to just get it off the ground. Okay, so what's the what's the ceiling in terms of capacity for the venue that you got penciled? Uh, it's it is probably I think fifty would be a a, a a nice push. I think you know we would be we would be pushing it at fifty, um, but right. we I think looking at the looking at the venue in my mind's eye, I think we'd we'd get that many, and it might be a little bit of standing room, um, and that's good. I think that works for us uh, because it it's it makes the whole thing feel more like a thing. You know, you 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 pack a room out with a bunch of people, and it, it 
mm. a small room like that, uh, it makes it feel like it's a lot more. And that's that's going to be a good confidence boost for people who aren't necessarily, uh, you know, who are more used to talking over Skype than talking in front of an audience. Um, I think if they see uh, a bunch of empty chairs, that's possibly more soul-crushing than anything else. Um mm. And, and and also likewise, like a bigger room would be intimidating um, to people uh, who, who aren't comfortable with that. Um, and as much as you know, there are there are some some venues I, I really like. Um, I think I don't know, eh. mm. but yeah, I mean, like the 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 short answer to your question is uh, fifty. I think is is where we would max out. Okay. If we suddenly had interest from 100 people, would you consider changing the venue, or yes. do you do you think it yeah. really needs to stay at that level? No, okay. no. I, th- I think I think we I think we would consider it, um, or we'd have a conversation with uh, the venue owners and maybe say, I don't know. Well, we can't have it downstairs, but um, I don't know. We we mm. could we could figure out something. I mean, the other the other thing to bear in mind is what we're talking about is something over two days, and uh, mm-hmm. it may be that people just want to buy a ticket to support the one day thing you know the the, the thing mm. that their friends are on um and so we may sell 50 tickets but maybe 50 people don't turn up on both days um yeah. you know the 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 way i had the pricing in my head was that um it would be economical to uh to to buy tickets for both um and mm-hmm. also like part of this is charging for tickets gives more of an incentive for people to turn up because having run mm. free events free ticketed mm. events uh it is it's so easy for people to just not bother you know oh the weather's a bit rubbish i won't i won't bother whereas if you've yeah. sunk either 15 or 25 quid into the event um and then you know you, like you, you you're more likely to to want to turn up and so yeah mm. but yeah i, I think I, I one of the conversations i had with a chap who's i mean we still don't know if we're absolutely going to get the venue yet i've got to follow up with him tonight and and it could be that um because one of the conversations we had was if it does get bigger you know he's got plenty of connections with venues that that have worked with him before that we can try elsewhere so uh that okay. could be a problem um so uh, yeah i think the venue is um it's not the least of our concerns by any stretch but it's it's not too much of a worry um, okay the, the the biggest thing is is really just getting people excited uh about about the thing and getting all the people who are performing to you know speak to their crowds and blah 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 cool okay well um i mean i i hear you on the the making the video thing actually i had almost forgotten that we had a video for the <laughs> thing uh, um and th- that video was probably less about it being an in-joke and more about the necessity of going well, You've got to have a video. Oh, fucking video, yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I get that. I absolutely get that. It's like, Sigh. Yeah. yeah, it's a thing you've got to do because Kickstarter... Um, yeah. I'm not a millennium. I don't watch videos on the internet. <laughs> you should have done it in vertical mode and it would have been fine. Uh, what, what, what was the video that we did in the end? It was just... I, I watched it uh, last week. Um, I. <laughs> it was just a... Like there was a little clip of the uh, Telesavallis thing where he just says British <laughs> pubs um, and a couple of photos, and that was it. That's why I said like it's very in jokey. It's very like these, you know, the people that we're talking to already get these memes. Uh, but I also yeah. know that the reason it was up there is because you've got to have a video. Uh, so, yeah. Oh dear. Um, 
Yeah, so no, I I I, I do to- totally hear that. I, I would I, I would say that the, the the really good thing about the hundred and one uh, things Birmingham gave the world mm. Kickstarter which did really was, well. Which like as a Kickstarter did very well. So I'm not I'm not down on it at all. Yes, exactly. And and um, as as much as we were very much um, demonstrating what our brand of bullshit was throughout the process. Um, we 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 weren't necessarily speaking to that constituency of people who knew us already. Uh, <laughs> it, it went further than, and, and it continues to to go much much mm-hmm. further than anyone anyone who knows us, which is which is great. I mean, well, that's um, good. We 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 still sell that book, so yeah. we <clears throat> the Kickstarter paid for a print run to be printed in Birmingham, which was lovely to know that it was actually being made by Brummies. Yes, um, for the first edition was was superb. Um, and it, it paid for enough of a run that we could stock a number of shops around the city. Um, but then after that, just for practicality reasons in terms of management time and things like that, it's purely a print-on-demand book mm-hmm. now. Um, there's, a, there's a bit of stock upstairs, but it's a bit sort of secondsy. It's a bit tatty, mm. um, stuff that got damaged. Um, so, yeah, anyone who buys a copy now, they either buy it on Kindle or they buy a print-on-demand copy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's... <clears throat> it sells um, dozens every month. It's amazing. That's uh, yeah. without w- without any effort from from people who know. So yeah, uh, whilst whilst point. I do whilst I do know that that was very much authored in the voice of me and John, um, do, doing our our, our nonsense. Um, it wasn't necessarily intended as an in joke. It was mm-hmm. kind of like we're going to have as much fun with this as possible. And if you like the fun we're going to have with it, then you'll probably quite enjoy this book. Yeah. So some people would have looked at it and gone, "I don't understand why all of the um, rewards are named after things like UB40. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I don't understand why there's a reward level where you'll post it to Manchester with a match. I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was the one. I think it was was it Manchester we sent matches? I can't remember what it was. Um, I don't know why a signed ebook is a funny concept. I'm not into this. Like anyone who didn't get that sort of shit, yeah, would be <laughs> wouldn't have, wouldn't have bought into it. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it did. So. Um, so I think there, there is the, the potential that if we did go the Kickstarter route, and I think we're saying we're not going to, but if we did... No, no, no. I, um, I, I want to make it clear. Like, to I, see I it made... as a marketing tool as well and I, to see that yes. it, it can expand beyond your boundaries in a way that us hitting Twitter, us hitting Facebook yes, um, and all those other things doesn't always quite do. Completely um, right. Um, I, and and I'm, I'm not... I'm, I'm trying my hardest to not be my usual self and be like, I've already decided, but I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. Or I, I, I've already decided, and I'm just humouring you. I'm, I'm not. I'm not being that. Um, I am. No, I mean, you've got some really practical reasons in terms of timescale and in terms of making that video, um, and um, and you know, like thinking I said, about that, what, that what is be... to be won and what is to be lost. Yeah. Um, there and was also... there was a lot more to lose with 101, and that's why the Kickstarter made a lot more sense, perhaps. I, you're I right, think we could you're do right, but also. Without. It makes you know Kickstarter is a product thing. Um, it doesn't mean that it can't be used for for non product, of, of course, and it's, it mm. is used for organising festival type things as well. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I I don't know. I kind of think, and it's 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 partly to a degree my sensibility that I like just 
like getting on and just getting a thing do, uh, done and giving it a go and trying it. And uh, I'm confident enough in the fact that, like, unlike some of the other things I've done, where they're pretty much just me trying to do it all, even with Ignite Brum, I had a bit of help mm-hmm. from the Glee Club, but not huge amounts uh, because it was it was the, the, the Catch-22 chicken and egg thing of uh, they didn't want to put a lot of money in because it doesn't generate a lot of money. And so, yeah, yeah. you know, so they, it won't they generate any money because they haven't generated any money to yeah, put in the money to generate the money. People in the yeah. door to make, yeah. So, um, uh, you know, but it's so, so it ended up being pretty much all on me. Um, and that isn't the case anymore. Uh, there's, there's not just, you know, not just you with your various talents and abilities. There are also other people that, <laughs> Um, I, I wasn't. That wasn't a jibe. <laughs> you, you're very good at this. Is my point. Um, you're very good at internet. Thank um, you. That's just like genuine thing. Is you're very good at internet. Um, okay. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling a little bit imposter about that. But okay. Of course. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad because that proves that you're a good person. You know, it's, okay. it's nice. It's nice that you would feel that. But um, no, you're you're good at internet. Um, and the um, the other the other thing of this is the person i spoke to who is you know i will call our venue guy is good at venues um and he's good at live performance sort of understanding how that kind of stuff works and um the deals that might be involved in terms of you know are we going to put money behind the bar you know one of the ways i sold it is i said well it's podcasters they're going to put money behind the bar that's not going to be a problem um you know people will drink um I don't think this place does food, but like if if it did, people would buy food. So would eat. you know, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so th- that kind of stuff's not a problem. Um, uh, yeah, and, so, and then and then there's all of the people who are doing the shows that all hmm. are avenues because they want people to turn up because it's it's also in their interests to not have an empty room and also to play to familiar faces to a degree because, like yeah. I said, we are talking about people for whom public speaking is not necessarily something they do all the time. And so seeing some familiar faces could be helpful. Um, And we'll pack it out with, you know, some of the people I know um, who are not in this world, uh, which is great. Um, And they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two. But like, and a lot of it has come from, from the improv stuff that my, this, this world. and, And that's why I got so excited about it when we met a couple of weeks ago, because I was like, actually this feels possible now because, um, my world is a bit bigger now. My network is a bit bigger. Um, and I, I've got a lot more agency and a lot more ability to talk to people about certain things and, and speak to that network of people who might be like, actually, this is, this could be a thing that I would go to, um, Mm -hmm. which wasn't the case this time last year or the, the last time I was thinking about this. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, um, yeah, the, the, the sort of the thing with the, I think my, part of my problem is the thing with the Kickstarter is which is a lot of this yeah. kind of stuff. And and you'll know this as a developer, I think, and as someone who's worked in agencies for a long time. You often build a yeah. thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, let's say you build an app and it goes in the app store and the people you build the app for think that's marketing. Um, they think that being uh, on in a shelf somewhere in a store mm-hmm. means that that's people will download it um because it's in the app store and of course people are searching for their keyword all the time because they're searching <laughs> for it all the time so so other people must be um and so people think that the building of the thing is the thing and it so often isn't and 
what I worry about things like Kickstarter is that's that's a promotional tool that also needs a great deal of promotion because you've got to promote the fact oh, yeah. that you've got a Kickstarter in order to push people to go and get the tickets. Whereas if we say the event is the thing, yeah. get your tickets here, it kind of yeah. No, you you um so you're you're very, very, very uh correct, as you know you are. <laughs> about about that point. I mean the the first few days of the Kickstarter were quite exhausting when we did the book. Yeah. Um, uh, um, not, not, not so much always in terms of, oh, God, there's a thing I'm going to have to do. <laughs> but a lot of it, just a kind of a mental drain of checking the bloody thing. Mm-hmm. We've got any money. Yep. Got any money. Look how much money we've got. Look how much money we've got now. Yep. Oh, we've got more money. Oh, look at this. There's more money and yep. some more money. Why has the money stopped coming in? Why? Wh- where's the money gone? Why? Why is the money Oh, there's the money. There's the money. There's the money. More money. More money. Money stopped. Money stopped. And you, you're kind of on a roller coaster yeah. of of feeling like you're kind of launching, and then it will slow down a bit, and then you'll get a burst. And then when it starts going well, you have to start thinking. Um, because we were we were very scrappy with the one that we did, as as the video has has proved it. And. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, we hadn't really thought about it, the, the the stretch goals were very much an afterthought. I mean, we we knew that that's the thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Was you can raise that much money, and if you it looks like you're going to raise more, offer more, and try and snowball it off the back of that. But as it was the first time I'd ever been involved in one, um, I didn't quite appreciate how quickly it can snowball mm. if it's going well, and uh, and I certainly hadn't actually written what the stretch goals were. Um, a, a, a bit of bit of modesty and a bit of naivety, I'd say, on on that part. So we started making the the, the stretch goals up very, very, very much on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had a lot of fun with them. Um, but and we did them in our in our quote unquote voice. But um, yeah, <clears throat> but that needed us to be very, um, I suppose, agile is probably the word for it. Actually, uh, you know, we we had to respond to what was happening to our product on the fly. Um, which is good and I think um, not doing a Kickstarter oh, I'm going to get trapped in double, double negatives not doing uh, a Kickstarter sorry. doesn't preclude us from taking that approach yes no you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> agreeing with you on that yeah um, yeah. If, so if it suddenly starts selling well then, then we can rebook a venue and, and those sorts of things so um, okay my, my one still slight reservation that isn't necessarily answered by Kickstarter but still my one slight reservation, mm-hmm. and this is something that Kickstarter can help with, mm-hmm. is because the Kickstarter allows you to pre-sell and test the market and you don't have to book anything, mm-hmm. and you get a sense of what you're going to need to book before you go and book it, um, you're quite protected. Um, I've got a few quid in my pocket, but what, <laughs> what security do we need to put on a podcast festival? And what cash reserves and how how scrappy and bootstrappy are we going to be um yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking now is it is it a simple case of well you've got a limited company so the limited company is the, is the front man and we hope we can funnel some money in but then you risk taking a loss or is it you and i go let's get 50 quid each and put it in a hat and see what happens or what what, what is the structure that allows us to go and book a room and then charge money Okay. Um, oh my god! The cat just jumped from a high shelf onto my desk. Um, okay. As if, as if in some sort of omen. Uh, this this might expose some of my naivety, but I I don't 
think of there being that many high costs and also there are negotiations we can have with venues so we, we take the venue that we're mm-hmm. talking about at the moment uh and yep. as far as i'm aware that is going to be free as long as we Great. get people through the door buying drinks and i don't like i said i don't see that being a problem um okay so there's there's that um i'm pretty sure i've got most of the equipment i need i might have to buy some more cables and a couple of mics and maybe a couple of cheap tripods and things like that and i if it means that we're going to do this again next year, I, I you know I don't have a problem with that being a business expense. Um, right. uh, apart from that, I don't think we need to necessarily get a bunch of signage and those kind of things set up for fifty people. Um, but you know, next year if we get a hundred, maybe we get a couple of banners, and then the year after that, right. maybe we're we're at, we're at the the Mac or wh- wherever we are. Um, and then it, 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 it you know that's the dream is that we make a little bit of money maybe this time that goes into the the pot for next time or maybe next year we're like well we know it went really well i you know we can look at investing a little bit or we we approach people to sponsor it and and to help um fund it that way uh you know maybe it's a thing that podient sponsors as a as a nice little thing and 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 you know it's a podient can put a little bit of money behind it that kind of thing so um I don't know. I'm, I, Sorry. Yeah, no, can no, you hear fine. my cat? Sorry. I can. I can. Um, what you Fucking need, hell. What you need dealing with. No, well, one of the reasons why I was a little bit later than I hoped was because she woke up uh, getting on mic was because she woke up just as I was getting set up and she was troubling me. Aww. And I thought I calmed her down and <laughs> put her somewhere where she was happy and gave her food and warmth. Um, but now she's, it's, while we've been on the mic, she's, she's running the garden, she's run upstairs, she's run back out of the garden, she's run back in, she's standing in the kitchen right now. Mm-hmm. So she's two doors away <laughs> uh, and a corridor screaming still. See, I'm so lucky because Roscoe, who's with me now, I usually, he's usually they're forbidden from coming in now when, I, when I'm working. Um, mm. And usually Roscoe's mostly pretty good about that, apart from when he's hungry, and then he'll start scratching at the door. And he knows he's not supposed to scratch at the door because as soon as he hear, hears me move now, because I, I, I went through a phase of um, spraying a small amount of water on him to stop him scratching at the door. And uh, now when when he knows I'm moving towards the door, he'll sort of run back a bit. But he, he obviously wanted to come in and wanted some company, so I let him in. Um, and he's just sort of chilling out nicely. But yeah, for the most part, for both of those, both of my little cats, I'm very lucky. And uh, yeah, so, oh, poor Sophie. Um, so... Right. Back to back to where, where we were. Yeah. So, so we hope... So we're, we're essentially going to bootstrap this out of pocket change and favours. Um, possibly invest some podium capital in it if if needed mm-hmm. um and then hopefully it should self-fund into into year two okay that's the, that's a that's, business plan okay cool that's a business that, that, that's that, that, that's a that, that's a business plan that's um, that's the way i'm i'm sort of used to operating for a few things um and okay. it doesn't always work obviously um but okay I, yeah i'm one of those I think if it, well, if I've it got to do my... some accounting today, so I will I will see what is in uh, my um, my business account coffers that I could okay. leverage. Well, like I, said, um, I, I, I was I about will... to say, like I think if this was my personal money, uh, I wouldn't be looking at it at all because I don't have enough. But yeah, um, the, yeah. you know, this is the kind of business expense that is the kind of thing that either of my businesses are. Yeah, um, that's the kind of thing they do. So yeah, okay. 
So yeah, I'll I'll sort of I'll sort of rattle around some funding as well and see if I can stump up a, a bit of cash to go towards it. All right, and I will let I will, I will let you know about that. Okay. But it's, it won't be it won't be a huge amount, but it'll be no. enough to buy a couple of extra mics or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll be smart. Um, all right, okay. Um, happy days. You, happy so days. sounds like we've got a business plan. Sounds like we've got a business yeah, plan. When's so. this happening again? What's the date? Seventh uh, of July mm. to the eighth of July. Um, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that. Yes, I was just double checking. Yes, seventh, seventh to the eighth of July. Um, most of everything is ready uh, in terms of because uh, I think the website's up. I've just got to start putting in the people who have said yes already, and then. I think we've got seven or eight shows um, okay. out of the 12 that I want to book. So I think that's pretty good going. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll start getting the getting the lineup together and then tap up a few more people. I tried tapping up someone and it didn't quite work. Uh, well, I haven't heard back, so nah. Um But we shall see. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a goer. And um, I think we yeah, I think we can make this work. So, uh, sounds awesome. How exciting. Yeah, How I know. Exciting. Man. That's made I still haven't logged in for a long time. <laughs> After Squarespace turns out it doesn't work on, uh, on Android. Yeah. That's embarrassing for them. <clears throat> yeah. What's the web address, Mark? Um, Birmingham Podcast Festival.com or uh, Brumpodfest.com to make it quicker. Have you got both of those? Mm-hmm. Fancy. Well, <laughs> um, I can't remember what the password is. You can't tell me that. No, I'm not going to tell you. How loud? No. Are you at a, Are you at an actual computer? Are you? It's an actual computer now where it might actually work. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, well, tell you what. Doo, 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 doo. While you're doing that, it's uh, yeah, it's in it's in uh, Skype. And while you're doing that, um, one of the things that we uh, you said would um, skew the running time of thread yesterday is a discovery I made about uh, an album now. The way that this nicely ties back into uh, Thread is that I think it's an album that I had you listen to as part of Homework. Oh, is it that one? Okay. It's one of them. It's the one that's got the shouty song on it that I really like. Um, I don't recall the... I don't... No. No. So the album is called Born on a Pirate Ship. Oh, yes. And it's got a uh, picture of a, uh, a man... Uh, I think might I'm probably wrong, but I think it might be the bassist, um, Jim Cregan, who is sort of gurning at the camera. And what he's what he's doing is he's got um, his he's pulling his lips apart in that sort of that way that you do like that. So is he a child at this stage? He's a young he's a young young person. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know how young he is. Let's have a look at the image again. I mean, he looks like a child. You reckon? Oh, he's very, very freckly. Is he? Is he? A, is he a, 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 a Ralph Macchio type character? Don't know what. I'm not sure. I I know what that is. Karate Kid. Oh yeah, Daniel Dan, Daniel San. Daniel San. Uh, yeah. There's something. There's something about the the eyes that made me think he was he was older. But no, I'd I'd, I'd certainly. Um, certainly go for 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 it being a child but yeah as you see the image um and i was listening to an episode of harmontown yesterday the latest episode and there was a 
uh, I can't remember why, but there was a mention, it might have been in one of Harmon's raps, where he said um, a thing that you would do as kids is say, born on a pirate ship, and then... Um, or pirate ship in general, and then pull your lips apart and or your cheeks apart, and it sounds like you're saying pile of shit, which is a thing apparently. Then, okay, um, and so I've always seen that image and not really got it. And then I, 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 in my mind's eye, I saw the saw the album art and go, oh, yes, that that's right. why it's called Born on a Pirate Ship, and that's why he's doing that in the photo because Born on a Pirate Ship is um yeah born on a pile of shit oh blew my well, world wide open well okay you've you've successfully chosen this week's thread of the week <laughs> with, with that so this is one that i saw this morning i've i've, I've saved some great threads for you mm. but i'm not going but um I, i'm not going i'm not going to give you the options now because it this ties up up to that that kind of sudden realization thing now i i knew this thing that i'm about to tell you about so this wasn't news to me mm-hmm. um this was a tweet by uh, at vermat cody c o a d y for cody and two t's in matt um uh, i've been working with html for about 20 years and just today, I realised that radio buttons refer to actual radio buttons where only one can be pressed at a time. So by actual radio buttons, he means buttons on, on a car radio. radio yeah. In the uh, in the seventies, eighties. Mm-hmm. Well, I, d- I don't know how far how far back they went, but certainly in all cars that were in my family until the nineteen nineties, you had the buttons uh, where you could only select one because you could only have one station that you were tuned to at a time. Old so telly's had choosing this as one well. deselected the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um so yeah, um this 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 lovely chap um has not been aware of of the the background to that metaphor and there is quite a long thread. He's got 1407 retweets, <laughs> 3087 likes on this. Now it's not it's not a According to Hoyle uh, thread, really, because he doesn't he doesn't then follow anything up, but it's more the kind of comments that are coming in underneath it. A lot of people didn't know about it. Yeah, I think that's that's that that that's the first thing. And um, the reason why I put it on the list was because we talked recently about save icons and yes. all those kind of metaphors that we have that are loaded into uh, the way we talk about things. So I learned something in the thread underneath, which is that patches were literally patches. Did you know that? No, in the same way that bugs were literally bugs. Yeah, so bugs were literally bugs. You tell that story and I'll tell the patches a literally patches story. Okay, so um, this was back in the days uh, where computing was done with valves and um, massive tubes um, yeah. and, and pipes and all sorts of things. And uh, they were, you know, they, they spanned huge rooms. And uh, so th- those were the transistors, basically, these uh, these these tubes. And... Uh, bugs, actual insects would get in them and would mess up the calculations. And so, mm-hmm. a bug in the system referred to an actual bug in the uh, in the in the in the infrastructure, uh, and thus then became when something unexpected happened, it was known as a bug. Yep, yep, that's a lovely. St- it's it's lovely that little bit of mm-hmm. story. So apparently, patches is it patches is a similar one when they had punch card computers. If they punched the wrong bit. They would stick a patch over the top. Oh, 
Oh! Isn't that nice? That is nice. Isn't that cute? Yeah. I don't know if that's true. Well, I, yeah. It I, sounds true. I could it kind sounds of see, true. I, I read it, yeah. I read it on Twitter, Mark. It might not yeah, be true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's fine. Um, yeah, I, I, cause I could see patches being, cause it's sort of patching over a thing anyway, but either way, that's, that's very lovely. And I, 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 I very much hope that that is true. Cause I like that a lot. Um, I, because I'm, you know, I've been doing this a long time, 30 years, man and boy. Yeah. Um, I came across radio buttons before HTML. Um, yeah. And so, you know, and so I've been using them for even even longer than that. And that's never occurred to me. No, you know what? I think it what, did. What, the, the, what the, they, from the radio? Yeah, I think it did. And then... Oh, we didn't, sorry, you didn't know this. Sorry, I've just caught up with no, this. No, 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 okay, I didn't. That's fine. I didn't. Um, okay. I didn't know it, but I think I, as a child, I think I remember thinking about buttons on a, not necessarily a radio, but like I used to love, um, <clears throat> uh, like old amps. And, uh, I was, I was really interested in the sort of the nomenclature and the language around these old, you know, phono and tuna and orgs and, um, yeah, these old, you know, like, cause I used to have an amp, uh, which had, you know, I'd, have a record player there what was what was the name they used to have for record players there was i think there was a name for them phono yeah it usually was wasn't it phono or phono um and then orcs would usually be a tape and sometimes it was actually called tape um and yeah because this was pre-cd and the radio was called the tuner um and you'd have these different these different buttons for these different things and uh i used to i i had one and i i enjoyed playing around with it um and uh and and so i think i remember playing around with visual basic and radio buttons mm-hmm. and thinking i wonder if that's got anything to do with it no probably not and then kind of moving on and never really thinking about it again but um yeah it does it does it makes i think well, I a, lo- thought- a lot of people a lot of people in the thread make the point that it's uh, a user interface term that predates the HTML specifications, yeah, which yeah. I think is probably correct. It's something that yes. you would have seen in uh, OS uh, type software prior to that, with making settings, wouldn't you? Yeah, because they're all they're all standard controls. Uh, a radio <coughs> button is a standard like class of control that you can place on a thing, um, mm. and some browsers make them look a little bit nicer than others. Um, you know, they they can do a little bit of styling, but they're basically operating system level controls. So it goes all yeah. the way down to you know Windows or Mac OS that actually makes them work mm-hmm. it's not a it's not actually done purely by the browser like buttons and oh, well, you mean you you mean the visual you mean the visual controls oh, yeah. okay yeah they're, they're the oh. same they're the same controls um the, so you you can see this in firefox because firefox doesn't do a good job of being a web browser um no it doesn't do a huh. good job of um prettying up the operating system's defaults because that's not its thing and so uh you end up with sort of very ugly looking drop down boxes unless you basically do a bunch of javascript and css and turn them into prettier things but yeah like buttons and uh all these kind of things unless you override them with specific styling they come directly from the yeah. operating system not necessarily the browser i didn't know they came from the os i thought they i thought they came they certainly I, used I to didn't think that they came from the browser uh, so that's that's a, that's an interesting it may have moved on fact. a bit but they certainly used to um uh, no it is it is an interesting point of fact and i yeah. think that's probably because of the way 
uh, human computer interface stuff works in terms of like accessibility and things like that. You know, if you're using uh, mm. classes of controls that the operating system understands, then it can do a better job of guiding users um, through uh, how they work. You know, whether you can select one via a space bar, whether you tab it, do you get a little uh, halo well, around blow it me. and that kind of stuff. Well, blow me, Mark Stone, and that's that, that, that is that is news to me. So, so that was a that, that was a lovely thread. The other thing that was in there that I found really really strange was the number of people who said, "I thought it meant radial because they're round." Yeah, which was an interesting yeah uh, interesting response to it. But I can see where they're coming from because if you haven't encountered the basis of the metaphor, yes, you would be looking at the symbol to try and make some sense out of it. There's got to be, and a you name. go radial buttons. They're the round ones, and that's how you'd remember it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Whereas I remember it, you can only have one state because it's like a button on a radio. <laughs> yeah, that makes makes total sense. I'm going to have to jam off, though. Yes. Um, do I have any homework? Uh, I think our joint homework is because yeah. the next time we meet, it'll be May. Point. And I think I'd like us to uh, maybe not announce it by the time we're, we're done, but I think I think the 7th of May... Actually, that works really well because it's it's exactly two months. I think the seventh of May should be our go live date for ticket sales and everything for the podcast festival. And so our homework is to get our ducks in various rows um, to actually get that done uh, to to get it okay. to get it shipped and get it ready. How's that seem? So, um, we'll need to break that down a bit. But yep. so, what do I need? To, what do I need to do? <laughs> uh, well, we, we I think we might have to do that more specifically off air. But I think um, yeah. Because I know you got to go, but I think that you know, it, it, joint, joint homework wise, um, whether it's that you want to write some copy uh, or get a list together of people that you want to tweet, and I will do the same, and I will gather up all the data I know about who's coming and who's doing the things, and put that on the website and all that kind of stuff. So um, we should get a we should get a, an action plan together and a Trello board or something, um, so we we can discuss that in more detail in our super secret chat. Bloody love a Trello board. Mm, good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to bounce. All right, mate. Oh, this gonna, has been going to go earn some dollars. Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. Um, very inside baseball, but yes, I have used that phrase now since you told me what it meant. <laughs> good. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. I'll speak to you. All right. Uh, see you in a bit. Bye. Bye. <laughs>